It's a special weekend edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks, where we're talking about the rest of the Pacific Division and music. Sort of. Let's hit the music. Your Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD, and you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, and thank you for making this your first listen of the day. So it's Saturday. It's a special weekend edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, and that's because I had a conversation with Jess Valmosto from Locked On Flames where we talked about everything under the sun as far as the Pacific Division, the Ducks and the Flames. And then we got into a little bit of music talk. And you'll see what I mean when we get to that part of the podcast. It's a little bit of fun. So that's the special bonus edition. Next week, we will only have two shows next week. And I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of today's podcast. But it'll be a two-show week next week, including all about Mason McTavish once again as Canada goes for the gold tonight. So be sure to tune in for that. In the meantime, let's get right into it. Part two of my conversation with Jess Balmasto from Locked On Flames. Another team that I'm looking at that has some big question marks, (laughs) in not a good way, is Vegas. Vegas has the minus question marks because they just lost Robin Leonard for the season. And now they have to rely on Logan Thompson. Now, those that follow the AHL like I do, they remember Logan Thompson being a somewhat stalwart with the Henderson Silver Knights and who also unceremoniously had a not-so-good postseason in 2021's weird Pacific Division playoff against the Bakersfield Condors. And I... I don't want to say it was a choke job, but he kind of had a bad time there. And just it just didn't work out for him. And I, I kind of felt bad for Logan because some of that wasn't his fault. But he let in some cupcakes on that series against Bakersfield. And that made him look really bad. And I remember thinking to myself, this is the guy that you want to rely on a little bit? I, I'm not so sure about that one. So I don't think Vegas can rely on Logan Thompson being either their number one or their number two goaltender. He's going to have to come a long way. And Vegas can't necessarily go out and get a superstar goaltender because guess what? They They don't have any money. They have cap issues. So they're going to have to really focus on maybe getting a veteran goalie. Maybe there's a veteran goalie out there in the market. Maybe they could pull an Edmonton Oilers and strike oil kind of like Mike Smith did for a while. <laughs> and then Mike Smith, as our former colleague used to say, he turned into a pumpkin. Yeah. And and look what happened there. Vegas turned into a pumpkin, and they missed the playoffs altogether, which can we take about five seconds and just... Chef's kiss. And just celebrate that for a second? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I'll... I'll can we can we do that for five seconds? Like, yeah. happy, like, yeah! Let's go. All right. Yeah. yeah. Vegas so, is out. Dunk it on my, Vegas. Yeah. My 
question here is with Vegas as well. Mm-hmm. As we know, Bruce Cassidy is now their new head coach. Bruce <laughs> Cassidy was fired by Don Sweeney at Un- his own home. Unceremoniously. Just showed up. <laughs> told Well, to, to rewind even further, Don Sweeney told Bruce Cassidy that his job was safe at, and he didn't have to worry about it. Shows up at his, this man's house. Probably, f- you know, Mrs. Cassidy's probably making them some lunch, you know, hanging out. And Bruce, is, Bruce gets fired. He yeah. Gets fired. By the way, here's some eggs Benedict on the way out. <laughs> right. Like, and then is he going to be able to learn from his mistakes in Boston? Because it's, mm. you know... I think that he's a good coach. I liked him a lot. I thought there were definitely moments where I was scratching my head, but there was never a moment where I felt like he lost the room, where I felt like he was making decisions that were truly fireable offenses, where you're just kind of like, what What do you do? And is Jack Eichel going to be healthy? What will a healthy... Jack Eichel look like now that he's outside of Buffalo? There's a couple, there's a lot of question marks there. And I'll start with this. I forgot about the whole Bruce Cassidy losing the team. I forgot about that until you just brought that back. He did lose that room a lot. He lost it because he wouldn't play pasta with Krejci. Yeah, and you could see the struggles on the ice at that time. And you brought up someone else that I completely forgot about. Jack Is Jack Eichel the curse? And all this, I mean, uh, there's, there's worse. mm, I don't want to say there's worse curses than that. However, Red Sox were cursed for 86 years. So, I mean, yeah, the the Chicago White Sox were cursed for 90 years. I mean, I I see your The Cubs were what, 116 or something? 106 years. 106. So, you know. No, it might be more than that. Hold on. 1906 years. Yeah. So, <laughs> either way. Either way, that's a really long time. Yeah. So, maybe Jack Eichel is the curse because look how well Buffalo did after he left. Yeah. Remember that? And then yeah. Vegas, they kind of took a turn for the worse, you know, thanks to the Evgeny Dadanov episode, which Ducks fans are still kind of pissed off about, by the way. I don't. Yeah, Ducks fans are still kind of pissed about that. Oh, they could have gotten Dadanov and they would have gotten a second round pick. Oh, that's awesome. What, you're avoiding the trade? Ah! Yeah. It's madness. You, you, could see, a... you could see why I don't like Vegas for multiple reasons. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there have been front office missteps. Far too many for them for how young Vegas is. That being said, I have them finishing sixth in the division. Ooh. I have them that far down. You want your hot yeah. take? There it is. I like that. That you know, that is um that's a smoking hot take. I, I was gonna say I see them finishing outside of playoff contention again just because they're not able to fix this cap space problem right now. Nope. And that's that's gonna be the biggest issue. They're gonna try to finesse their way like Tampa Bay did and they failed already and they're going to continue failing that regard so 
yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but I see Vegas that far down where hey, you're going to see a bunch of... This is a Golden Knights show. No, it's... So you don't have to apologize. I have to call it like it is. I yeah, really do. That's fair. At this point in time. And yeah. I have Seattle down there, and I have San Jose down there. We'll be back with more of my conversation with Just Balmasto after the intermission. But first, let's talk about betonline.net, which is the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust. BetOnline is where the game starts and has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, including lines for the upcoming Stanley Cup champions. So if you want to check that out, either on your mobile device or on your laptop, head over to BetOnline right now. Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, please gamble responsibly. So I said my bottom three. So where does that leave the Ducks and the Canucks and the Flames and the Oilers and the Kings? You ready Canucks for this? Canucks are not finishing in playoff contention. No. I have the Ducks fourth. I think the Ducks could make a push for the playoffs. Now, the question is going to be the Central Division. How are those other teams on the bubble going to do? Is it going to be two Central teams that are wildcard teams? Or is it going to be three Pacific teams and that's it? That's going to be a huge question in this division. So I look at the Ducks possibly on the outside looking in. I see Vancouver also looking at possibly fifth. So I have Flames, Oilers, Kings again. But this you is... You think the Flames are going to finish first? No. Oh, no. okay. No, I don't. Okay, I was going to say... Wait, okay. Where do you have them finishing? Third. Third? So do I. That, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I have them third. I see them going back to their middle-of-the-road hockey, but they're consistently good. At Ooh. this middle-of-the-road hockey. Who do you Not... have winning the division? Is is it who we think it is? It's the Oilers. Yeah, I have. So we both I... have the we both have the Kings second. Yeah. Man. But I think it's going to be close. I, I really do think it'll be close. I don't... I, again, I don't really see... Again, there's question marks surrounding all of these teams because I don't know what Jack Campbell's going to look like. I don't Ooh. know if um, the Oilers are going to stay healthy. I don't know what Evander Kane might do now that he has a little bit of job security. Soup is going to be know. interesting in that, isn't he? Yeah. Man. Which is why I feel like it's still too early to like officially say they win the division. But I do think the Flames just kind of regress. There's no way that they're going to... And not regress in, like, a drastic way. Knock on wood, please. I can't do it. I can't do another year of losing. Unless you want a new host, but... Okay, so... You saw where I rank the Ducks. Where do you have on the rest of the division? Like, who do you have as your 4 through 8? Because now I'm curious. Because our, uh, our 1, 2, 3 are the same. Yeah, I would say... Fourth will be the Ducks. Ooh. Fifth, Vegas. I think that they'll be all right. Um, Seattle and Vancouver oh. are going to be fighting it for. You have San Jose dead last. Yeah. 
Whoa, that's tough. Okay. I know. And I, I just did a crossover with, uh, the other JD from Locked on Sharks. The the not, the not so handsome JD. JD of the North. And I, I just, I wonder what they're going to look like. I wonder what, you know, their, their prospect pool stinks. Uh, they weren't any good. The Barracuda were the worst team in the AHL last year. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really, it's inevitable that uh, Eric Carlson's going to get hurt again. Yeah. And yeah, that's a shame too. You, you, right. I hate, I hate saying that. I am one of the biggest Eric Carlson truthers out there. Um, Mike Hoffman and you, I hope you're unemployed, but I just, I really don't see them making any progress, even if Eklund joins the team. I just, I don't, their goalie situation is not great. They have to figure out, you don't staple a fourth liner to the bench because he messed up. He's your fourth liner for a reason. He's there to learn more than likely. Um, But I don't know. I just, I really think it it will come down to the Sharks and Canucks being the the bottom of the Wow. See, I I think that's where we disagree on the Canucks because you have them at seventh. I have the Canucks at fifth this season. And I'll tell you why. I, I do think they made some decent enough moves that they could stay afloat for a while mm-hmm. and I, I like their defense well enough and the the offense can generate when need be so I I'm not gonna say I believe in the Canucks but I think they're going to be better than maybe some people think or some people realize hey you know what they could make some noise now they did have you know one of one of Sarah's favorite players of all time Tanner Pearson yes still on there and like I, I, I just like their defense. I really do. I like to my... be honest. I don't think I could name one more of their defensemen other than Quinn Hughes. Um, Ekman Larson, who's oh my god, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god, that makes me sound like such a bad like hockey reporter. It's like my division, but like it's not you because like, everyone forgets about him too. I think he forgets about himself. I will never forget the video from training camp last summer where yeah. he just looked, which honestly, I don't blame him. And you, number one, you aren't going 100% full out first day of camp. Uh, number two, it's the off season coming back, got a little rust on the wheels, you know, yeah. it, it happens. But he just looks so slow. So. And I'm also a believer in Elias Patterson and Brock Besser. I think this could be a breakout year for them. Uh, the only thing, they don't have the depth that a lot of other teams have. So I think eventually they'll run out of steam. So I, I have them fifth. That's fair. I think that's very fair. And then and then Vegas sixth, which is going to piss off the Vegas yeah. people. But that's okay because we both. Yeah, like it's fine. Much. And then I have Seattle seventh, San Jose did last. Yeah, I think Seattle is going to be interesting. Uh, some of the models have them projected winning five more games than last season, which, I mean, good for them. 
models are flawed. We'll see how that goes. But uh, can you believe to- some models have Anaheim last in the division again? No, I didn't. I that's like a couple of them. A lot of them have them seventh. I, I don't cannot. Think they're going to be that bad. I cannot wait till the Ducks prove everyone wrong when they finish fourth in the division, clinging onto a playoff hope, and they say, "Ha ha ha! You thought we were going to be terrible." I don't know if people think that Anaheim is like are like the Sabers of the West, but they actually have like a competent front office. Pat for beak, baby. That I just I don't think that Buffalo ever had that. So, nope. and that's why Anaheim is light years ahead of Buffalo in terms of their retooling, whatever they, you like to call it. They are light years ahead, and a lot of buzz around the team now. Yeah. Oh God. Mm. That's, I, I, that was very good. I that hate myself. Good. I hate myself for that one. That was good. JD, to wrap up the show, do you have anything? Can we wrap up and have some fun here? Yeah, let's. Because yes, I, I want to just have fun. Bonus content time. I want to have fun here. Okay. Because if, if they're watching this, so we don't. We're not just hockey fans, and we talked about music a little bit earlier. We talked yes. about Johnny B. Good being replicated. And I know I've done this to you several times. One of my favorite wacky songs is Bread. And I still can't believe Andrew Mangiapane has that as his goal song. If you haven't seen it, it's a party trip. It's just everybody gets some bread. And like this weird, funky techno, like, I don't know how to describe it, but I love it. And I'm addicted to that song. It's so awesome. Yeah. If you had a goal song, <laughs> Ooh, okay. what would be uh, your, we're going to have some fun with this here. Okay. Um, it would probably be, look what you made me do. I Taylor Swift or, um, probably a Billy Joel song, but I don't Ooh. know which one. I don't No, No, it would be that's life by Frank Sinatra. Oh, that's a good one. That's life. I scored on you. Get used to it. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, what would you pick? See, I, I've actually thought about this, and I still kind of struggle with like what songs I would choose. So, first off, coming out of the arena, Crazy Train. I have to have Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Just because okay. I, I like the intro to the song. Yes, that's as the far, only cool part. Of as far song. as a goal song, gosh, you know, if I'm going to go old school mm-hmm. and I want to go like kind of like jazzy mood, I would go like the big band, like big part of Sing Sing Sing. So we're going Ooh. really, really old school jazz. I like that. All right. Um, you know what? What song I'm really digging is "Narco," the Edwin Diaz walk up walk up song for the New York Mets with the trumpets. 
You gotta admit that's really cool. You, you do. We have to admit the trumpets are pretty awesome. I heard that, and I'm like, that'd be a cool goal song. And yeah. you and you can get the crowd into it, and you could have them clapping along at the same time. Yeah. I think one of my biggest quote unquote flaws as a hockey fan and a music fan is hearing a song and being like, this would be my walk up song or Mm -hmm. this would be a killer goal song. Just this would be on the warm ups playlist. Yeah. um, Sarah Avampato who works at Sure, she played a couple songs recently and I met her and I'm like, that'd be a good goal song. That's that's a hockey song right there. Right. So, like, I have my list. I was singing Chelsea Dagger the other day. Oh. Making dinner. No. I know. No. I know. And I didn't mean to. I just started humming it, and then I was like, oh, my God. That's what that is. Yeah. Anyways, burn the Chicago Blackhawks organization down to the ground. Yeah, I, I hope they finish dead last. Um, yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> Don't bet on the Blackhawks. Bet responsibly. Yeah. So So I I wrote this question specifically for you. Oh, God. Tying hockey and music together. And I should have asked this before, but I wanted to save this for last. Okay. You're a big Johnny Gaudreau fan, right? Yes. And it was kind of not a breakup, but it was a weird parting of the ways. So I will ask you. What Taylor Swift breakup song do you think is the most appropriate? Or, like, what do you think matches Johnny Gaudreau oh, leaving well, the Calgary well, the Flames? The comes to mind is Dear John <laughs> off of the Speak Now album. But that song is so devastating. And just, like, it paints him as, like, this god-awful person. And as far as I know, Gaudreau is not an awful person. But, um, gosh, maybe. Yep. All my Swifties, all my Swifties out there, they're like, really? Yep. Yeah. No, they're probably like, why can't you think of one? But <laughs> no, I know exactly what it is. It's right where you left me. It's a bonus track off of, is it folklore? Yeah, folklore. And it, it's just like their world ending, coming hmm. to an end. Or It's Time to Go, which is another bonus track. But, oh, God. I'm going to say, I don't know. I need to look through this and <laughs> think because. I, I know you're a big Swifty. So this is like, uh, this is like in your wheelhouse, too. It is. <laughs> and that I can't believe I'm having such a hard time think, thinking of one. I guess, I mean, all too well. To, because, like, you just, you know think about it a lot yeah my but, first my first thought was all too well also yeah um, i almost i almost wanted to say cruel summer as well you know i think if there was a song to sum up the flame summer it would 200 percent be cruel, cruel summer. summer yeah i i, I do I, I do think that sums up the Flames as a whole. Yeah. But as far as Johnny Gaudreau, I mean, my first thought we went to We are never, alt- ever getting back together. <laughs> my first thought was all too well. Yeah. But there's some there's some good songs on there. So I do have a Taylor Swift song that kind of relates to the Ducks a little bit. Okay, let's like, hear it. Just a little bit. 
blank space. I like it. And I'll tell you why. Because I look at like, you know, you have like some new stuff. I, I'm trying to remember yeah. the lyric, but there's like new, oh, what is it? New money, suit and tie. There we go. New money, suit and tie. And that's kind of what Anna, what the Ducks are right now. Like they have money to spend. They got some new players. They got some new personnel. They got a new GM. So that's what I feel like the Ducks are. If it was a Taylor yeah. Swift song, it would totally be blank space a thousand percent. I love that. So, no, that's, that's excellent. That, yeah. you know, and I appreciate you coming in here with that kind of question. Yeah. Am I a low-key Swifty? You should be. <laughs> the world will never know. You know. Cruel Summer, a jam. The world will never know. Right. Well, <laughs> is there anything else you would like to add into today's episode before we say goodbye? <laughs> this is going to be a fun season with both of our teams. Um, yeah. meeting four times and my goodness, the ducks are, they're just going to be fun. Yeah. I, I, I cannot wait to see an eight to seven match between our teams and dear God, I hope there's an eight, seven overtime there mm-hmm. and come on, Jamie Drysdale scoring the overtime winner. You know how happy that made the ducks fans that Jamie Drysdale had his like, welcome to the NHL moment in Calgary. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but it's okay. But he's a kid. He's a kid. I know he's a kid. He's a little baby. <laughs> but I I can't wait till the season. It's going to be fun. And I honestly hope for at least two of our games going to overtime. Just one for the content. Two for the just berserk fun. The chaos. I hope that those you- are games uh, after the semester. Because I just I can't stay up till one o'clock in the morning doing hockey. You know me. I, I I love chaos. I know you do. Love chaos. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And JD, where can people find you? So Jess over there is at Jess Belmosto. And me, let's see if you can. Yeah, I'm <laughs> at LO underscore Ducks on Twitter. And my personal Twitter is right down here at StimpyJD where you could follow me and you know i've been talking about music so much by the time this is out you'll see on my personal twitter that um i will end with an anecdote i recently got told that i talk too much about sports like way too much and i can never turn it off which spawned another conversation with another mutual friend that's like hmm can you talk about like how long can you go without talking about sports easy so we're gonna try that this this week all right we'll 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 see well i'm I'm more i'm more than just a pretty face talks about sports (laughs) and we will end on that note this is a friday fun episode a fun friday whatever fun day whatever fun day probably by this point not like saturday yeah honestly (laughs) it'll be a two it'll be a two-parter Woo! yeah Thank you all for tuning in and we will catch you next time here on Locked On Flames or Locked On Ducks. Quack, quack. Once again, thank you to Jess Belmosto for joining the podcast. That conversation was a lot of fun. So if you want to check out Jess Belmosto, you can do that 
at her podcast, Locked On Flames. Make that your second listen of the day after making Locked On Ducks your first listen of the day. Once again, thanks so much. You could follow me on Twitter, Komsa, at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. And also, you could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And as a programming reminder for next week, we will have two shows next week. First show will be on either Monday or Tuesday. More likely Monday, talking about the just-finished World's Junior Championships, where Team Canada's going for gold. Will they get it? Well, tune in on Monday, or follow the Locked on Ducks Twitter to find out. And also, check out Locked on NHL for your general hockey news. A slew of great hosts on there, including Gil Martin, who hosts on Mondays, Jess Balmasto, who hosts on Wednesdays. You got a lot of great hosts there. So do check out Locked on NHL. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a terrific rest of the weekend. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another and Ducks fly together. Mm-hmm.